Hi, good morning, everyone. Happy Friday to you ahead of Grand Final Weekend. is the 29th of September, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back with you for the final time. This week, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 Our open line number, you can text 0457 736 736. That's all before Vossi and Brisbane. Brandy for breakfast for listeners through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney and for listeners in Queensland after 6 AM, it will be Pat and Heels. A lot to get through this morning. There's actually quite a bit of news away from both the NRL and AFL Grand Final. We'll get to that shortly. Charlie Goodso will join me in just a second to preview Grand Final weekend in both the NRL and the AFL. Uh, no John Geller today, but we will still take a look at the weekend of EPL as well because there's some big matches across the course of the weekend. But most importantly, want to hear from you. one 1170 0457-736-736 at one and a half past five. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ream. Uh, yes, except nothing less than Australia's best to install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. We will, as I say, get to the news of the day shortly, but let us get stuck into this. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. With a bit of AFL thrown in as well, because it is AFL Grand Final Weekend. We do it for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. Charlie, good sir, good morning. We've made it to Grand Final Weekend. I remember some 30 <laughs> weeks ago, we yes. did our first preview and said, are you, you know, are you ready for 27 plus four weeks of action? And I said, oh, gee, that's a long way away, forever away. Well, we're here. It's gone very quickly. It's gone very quickly, um, but it's it's... It's the most exciting time of the year. Also mm. the most bittersweet time of the year because mm. you know that once the game's done, that's it. That's it. No <laughs> that's more. It. I know we have some international rugby league, which will be good, but it's and I love the international rugby league, but mm. it's not the same as the NRL or the AFL. Week no, week out. no, no, of course not. It's uh, you. You get used to that consistency mm. over and over again, and uh, then it's it's deprived away from you. So, L- yeah. Let's hope the off season goes just as quick as the actual season, and the off season is shorter than the season, so in theory it should go quick. And, and we start off in Vegas, baby. Yes, Vegas, which will be here before we know it. I'm looking forward to the tradies uh, news in a nutshell trip to Vegas. You're going to come as well? Absolutely. Yep. We're you know we're, yep. we're a duo. Yep. I'm just waiting for the invitation. Uh, look, let's have a look at NRL Grand Final Day. We'll look at the AFL as well shortly. It starts at what now? It's going to be 36 degrees. Can't wait. I love it. On Sunday. Sunday. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the, especially the two games that are going to be played in the broad daylight, whether they're delayed, maybe there'll be some drinks breaks. I don't know, but I, I can't remember. There's been a few grand final days warm, but 36 is a, a very hot. But yeah. And I think when they start at 7.30, it's still going to be 28 degrees mm. or something. So yeah, pretty hot. I, I think it suits Brisbane. I think it does as well. Uh you know, the, the foot of the mountains gets very, very cold mm. uh, even during the summer in the evenings. Mm. But um, I, I think just with the Brisbane, the tropical sort of conditions up there, I think it will probably suit Brisbane more. 
I, I don't think will be too much of a factor though. No. Really. I mean that's what that's what you spend your whole preseason well, exactly. training up for. And Penrith trained in those conditions for five, six months a year as well. Exactly. So it shouldn't be much of an issue. We'll get to back to that game in a second. The National State Championship will be on at one twenty PM. That will be between uh, the Rabbitohs after they beat at uh, North Sydney last weekend and also the Tigers. So that'll be at one twenty PM. That'll be followed by the NRLW grand final, which will be at three fifty five. The Newcastle Knights very impressive last weekend against a Gold Coast Titan side that were equally as impressive by beating the Roosters and holding them to zero. The Knights and the Roosters were the favourites all along. One of them not there. So you'd think it's the Knights to lose. But look, if the Titans play like they did last week, you never know. You never know in a grand final. Mm. Um, I'm still tuning Newcastle, mm. though. I think they've been the best team all year. Uh, I love the parallels between the Southwell sisters and the Johns brothers as well. Mm. Uh, nice little synchronicity there uh, for Newcastle. Uh, to make Upton, of course, taking home the NRLW Dallium medal, which, which they need to change the name of that award. It needs to be a, a yeah, women's player, yes, not, not, not the Dallium award, but mm. I digress. She took home uh, the highest individual honour. Uh, so, yeah, look, all, all things suggesting that Newcastle will claim back-to-back premierships. But, again, you never know. I think the Titans weren't really fancied going to that game against the Roosters. No. You could argue they played better. You could argue the Roosters choked. Mm. I like to say the latter because it's funny to, to you, Dan. Um, but, Hilarious. But, but, in all fairness, the Titans played very, very well. Mm. Um, and it was their, their defense that did. Keeping a team to nil, no matter what the competition is, is still a very impressive effort. So, they bring their A game, Coach of the Year, as well in Karen Murphy. So, Never know. Yeah, it should be two good games leading into the NRL Grand Final that kicks off at 7.30 Sunday night. Now, just for, if you are in Queensland, don't forget that it'll be 6.30 because the times change mm, in Sydney yes. uh, tomorrow night heading into Sunday. Let's have a look at the Panthers first uh, before we talk about the Broncos. The Panthers, very good last week against Melbourne. Very good week one of the finals against the Warriors. They've been there before. We know all of that. And even though I think some people, including myself, said at the start of the year that you thought they might come back to the field a little, maybe they did a tiny bit, but you wouldn't have noticed it because along with the Broncos, they've been so dominant this year and they're just so hard to stop. They came out to the field, but I think that's because other teams got better. Mm. I think they've stayed the same consistent Mm. as well. I think those early losses to start the season were... A little bit of rejigging, perhaps, mm. maybe just reinventing the wheel a little bit. But towards that, you know, the last 10, 12 weeks of the year, um, they've just been completely locked in, laser focused on making this grand final. They're here now, it's just one more game. They know what to do. They're such such military precision yep. yeah, in, in the way they play. Uh, mm. They are just, uh, the, I already consider them the best rugby league town I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, I think. If they win this mm. third premiership, I think that can just be, it can be undisputed that they're the greatest rugby league team of all time. Well, and they make history, at least in the NRL era, by being the first team to have the three-peat. Of course, Parramatta did it back in the 80s, but that wasn't the yep. NRL era. Do you think, I doubt it, but do you think that weighs on their mind a little bit that they are going for some kind of history? Or do you reckon Ivan Cleary and the senior players at Penrith would basically shut that out and not worry about it? I don't think it's even been a topic of discussion, to be honest with you. I think for them, it's just another game. I, I don't think they care if they win three, four, mm. 21 premierships in a row, whatever. It's just about mm. winning and, and winning as many as you can. I don't think they're really too worried about making history. I mean, they've made four grand finals in a row. That's mm. a that's already very rare company that they're a part of. Mm. Um, I, I really don't think it, it bothers them too much. Obviously, they'd love to win, but mm. I don't think it's... 
I don't think they get any nerves about whether or not they're chasing history or not. I think it's for them it's just another game. And you know it's scary. I think I'm not going to say they're going to win it every year for years to come, but I still think they're going to be up there for another few years at least. They're they're such a dominant team. Um, on the Broncos. No one expected them at the start. Where did you have the Broncos at the start of the I, year? I had them finishing ninth. I, the, mm. I, I did like, um, you know, where the team was headed. Mm. I, I think um, with the addition to Reese Walsh uh, as well, I, I thought that would be good. I didn't expect them to have this much of an influence straight away. I'd had them ninth again, sort of hovering around that, that top eight for most of the year and then maybe dipping off due to origin mm. um, and then maybe just late in the year dipping off as well. Um Credit to them, they've, they've stuck really well. I mm. think they've been ultra consistent throughout the year for a team that plays this sort of brand of footy. So that's, mm. a, that's a really big credit to the players and also Kevin Walters as well. I think a lot of people's fears about the Broncos was what happened last year when they're yep. in the top four up until round 18, round 19, then didn't win a game. Everyone was going to be interested to see how they bounce back from that. And then I, I had the impression right throughout this year, there were some people sort of waiting for them to fall, but they haven't. They've been so good all year along with Penrith. I think, as we said the other morning, we've got the right grand final. Um, I, I suppose my fear for Brisbane, and I think it's going to be an epic game, and I'll do our tips in a second, is they love throwing the ball around, but they can't make too many mistakes because whenever you make a mistake against a Penrith side, and let's assume Penrith will be at their best, you let them in. So they've got to be... They've got to be good with the ball and do the offloads like we saw last weekend against the Warriors, but they've got to make sure they limit those mistakes as well and their defence has to be on song. Yeah, I, I've no issues with their um, with their defence. Mm. I think their defence has actually been... Um, I think we all talk about how amazing this Broncos attack is. I think their defence has been really unheralded. I think they've been outstanding all year. I'm, I'm on the flip side on that. Mm. I, th- I think... I, I know they have to limit mistakes, of course, but I think the only way they're going to beat Penrith... Is by throwing the is ball by around. throwing the ball yep. around and going for it. And we saw uh, last week in the prelim, Reese Walsh threw a cut up ball. It looked bad out of the hand. Uh, got intercepted and uh, went to the other end for a try. Mm. Warriors retake the lead. Mm. Um, and then very quickly just puts that out of his mind. Yeah. Obviously they don't want the intercept, but I think if something like that happens, mm. I think the Broncos are very good at just putting it out of their mind and just mm. sticking to their game plan. So. They're allowed to make a mistake here and there. I agree if it becomes similar to what the Storm did last week where they had so many chances in that mm. first half and just kept putting error, error, error. I, I think if the Broncos do that, then yeah, it won't be great. But I think they just they need to throw the ball around. Uh, I, I don't think they can get into a grind. No. Uh, I don't think any team can, really. And it is so hard to stop that kind of attack as well. Uh, yes. It's so unpredictable. Yes, exactly. It's it's, mm. it's, um, it's relenting. Uh yeah. All right, who wins and why? I've I've been fifty-fifty yeah. all week about this, but I'll let you go first. I, I've been umming and ahhing mm. as well on, on this. Mm. I'm sort of like a sixty-forty split mm. uh, in favour of Penrith. Yep, and I think it's just because of the factor of they've been here, they've yep. done that. Um, they were so clinical against Melbourne. Mm. Uh, they didn't even give them a sniff at all. They um, even after that Justin Olam try, I thought, oh, well, you know. Mm. Could this be an opening? And no, they just completely snuffed it out ran very, away. very yeah. quickly. Ran away with it, cashed in, um, just lights out performance. Uh, so I'm going to go Penrith. Mm. And I feel like we say this every week, but it really wouldn't shock me if the Broncos win. And yep. I think if the Broncos win, it will be a very deserving premium as well. Mm. Penrith by how many? I'm going to go Penrith by eight. Yep. I think it will be very tight. I think maybe a late try will sort of sink the Broncos. Yep. Um, yeah. 
Uh, eight points is uh, where I'm headed. I'm going Penrith as well. I reckon Penrith by four. I reckon it's going to be pretty close. Mm. Um, the lack of experience in grand final footy, for the most part, uh, outside Adam Reynolds and Kurt Capewell, I wonder, does that hurt Brisbane? Because Penrith have been there. But that was my fear for Brisbane heading into this final series, and it hasn't stopped them yet. And maybe that can, they can use that to their advantage as well. Yeah, I think um, enough of them have played uh, state of origin footy, mm. so they've been in that cauldron like atmosphere. But I think it was Brent Tate who was on uh, mm. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy on Thursday, who made the point that it, it's it feels a bit different because you know at least with state of origin, oh, you got next year, you've got those three games. Whereas with a grand final, this could be a one and only chance, mm. and you, you there's no guarantee you'll be back there the next year. So there might be that added little pressure. Mm. Um, I. I don't think there'll be too much of a factor. Um, I think maybe a bit of nerves, maybe in the first 10 minutes, but I think once the you know, the, the grind gets back into mm. gear, I, I think they'll be okay. Now, you've gone Penrith by eight. I've gone Penrith by four. Big weekend for Queensland because not only do they have the Broncos on Sunday, they've got the Brisbane Lions tomorrow. Of course, today is a public holiday in Melbourne. Everyone, yeah, it must be lucky. Yeah, it must be lucky. Uh, every, and and good. We've got a public holiday on Monday, but I'll be working. You working? On I'm Monday? working on yeah. Monday too. Uh, yeah, don't know how that happened. But anyway, um, the Lions. AFL Grand Final mm. Parade today. That was, that's always big in Melbourne. The Lions got up over Carlton, as we touched on the other day. Uh, they were down by 30 early on. Collingwood, that very, very close win over GWS. A bit like the NRL, it seems like they've got the best two teams in uh, the league this year playing the Grand Final tomorrow. I know you're a Collingwood fan, but how do you see this one going? Can you take the Collingwood, literally take the Collingwood cap off yeah. <laughs> and give us an unbiased view? Y- y- yes, I can, because okay. I actually think Brisbane are going to win this grand final. Do you? Um, I, they've okay. won the last six games against Collingwood, mm. and they've been by roughly around that sort of 18 to, to 30-point margin. Mm. Um, I, they're playing the better brand of footy at the moment. Their mm. form is a lot better than Collingwood's. Collingwood has been good in, mm. in the games they've played without being great. They've mm. done enough to win games and not to say that they've eked over the line, but they've played to a, a strategy and they've executed it and they've won games. Mm. Uh, whereas Brisbane have really dominated. They dominated Port Adelaide. They, even though they were down by 30 points, I think it was just the first like 10 minutes of that game in the first quarter. And then you knew when they were kicking that first goal, mm. they were back and, and they really just eased out that game from, from there on out. Uh, the uh, the other factor is that they've lost the last 13 games at the MCG, Ooh. this being Brisbane. Yep. I don't read too much in that either because they don't play there a lot. Mm. Yes, they've lost to some teams that probably should have beaten, but I, I, I really don't buy into this uh, narrative of like, you know, a hoodoo at a venue or whatever. We mm. saw it with the with the Melbourne, uh, Melbourne Storm, Brisbane Broncos this year. Yep. Broncos hadn't beaten Storm for since 2009 and then mm. they, they smash it. So records like that are made to be broken. Mm. Um, and I just think their forward line is really good. Mm. Uh, so Charlie Cameron is probably the worry. He's a zippy small forward. He's kicked 10 goals in the two games that they've played this year mm. against Collingwood. Uh, Joe Danaher's found his best form. They've got their midfielders who can chime in with plenty of goals as well. Cam Rayner is the one to watch. He's mm. a smoky for the Norm Smith medal. I just think that they've gone in very, you know, with like incident free really, mm. whereas Collingwood have had Taylor Adams had to pull out with a hamstring. He didn't play last week, but they've confirmed it now. They've had to bring in Billy Frampton, who's never played a final before, mm. who's a, a good role player, but he's uh, you know, he's not one of the better players. Jack Ginevan is starting the twenty two. He's only started eight games. Pat Lipinski's the sub. They've had to make a lot of structural changes. Mm. They've been forced to to be able to beat Brisbane. 
And I just think that doesn't bode well. Does and I know you mentioned the Lions losing record there. Mm. Forget that for a second. Does the MC, the fact that it's being played at the MCG, obviously one Melbourne-based team, one out-of-state uh, team, so Brisbane in this case, does that play a part in it as well? Because you'd imagine there'd be more Collingwood fans or Collingwood supporters there than Lions fans instead of two Melbourne teams playing. Yeah, there, uh, there will be. Um, but I look back to 2018. That was Collingwood and West Coast, and West mm. Coast are also one of the most supported teams. And they won in a classic grand final. So it's yeah. not like it's an impossible task for an out-of-Victorian team to, yeah. to win and uh, and beat the crowd. Also, the Brisbane Lions have Melbourne connections being Fitzroy mm. uh, back in the day. So, so there'll be a lot of uh, Victorian-based Brisbane mm. supporters. Um, and every neutral there, I would argue, would probably be supporting mm. Brisbane because everyone hates Collingwood. Mm. Um, but I, I do agree that there'll be plenty of Collingwood fans that will be very loud. Mm. Uh, Brisbane probably haven't played in front of a lot of uh, 90,000, 95,000 plus crowds, mm. whereas Colin would do it on the regular. Mm. So is that a factor? I don't know. Mm. I saw a stat that uh, I really didn't like and I really could have used without seeing, but it's that Colin would have played uh, 11 grand finals where the crowd's been 99,000 plus. Mm. They're predicting 100,000 mm. uh, tomorrow. Uh, they've lost all 11 grand finals. Uh, so make of that what you will. <laughs> so the Lions by how many? I'm going the Lions by about 19 points. Okay. Um, I think Charlie Cameron will be the one to uh, break the game open. It'll probably happen sometime in, in the third quarter. I'm mm. thinking he kicks four goals. Mm-hmm. And in terms of Norm Smith, I'm thinking Kadeen Coleman. Mm. Uh, he was best on ground mm. last week against Carlton. He plays off the halfback. And in that position, you get a lot of the ball. He's an excellent field kick as well. Mm. Uh, so I expect him to play a good game. That is probably my left field choice. I'm trying to play a bit of silly buggers, mm. but um, he's a really good player. And I didn't ask you your Clive Churchill in the NRL as well. Yeah, look, it's probably a stock standard answer, but I think if Penrith win, Nathan Cleary is going to have to have a good game and it's yep. probably going to be Nathan Cleary. Plans for the weekend. So obviously you're here today. What's your plans for the next few days, grand final weekend? The grand final, going to the pub with uh, my best mate. Uh, he's also a Mad Pie supporter and a Newcastle supporter as well. Yeah. So it's funny Twins. how we sort of met, uh, yeah. met each other like that. But mm. going to the pub, we're watching the game, booked out a, booked out a room. Mm. If we win... Oh, boy. And by we, I say Collingwood. Oh, oh boy. Uh, you won't hear from me for a few days. I'll be here Monday. Beasting? No, okay. But, but right. uh, yep. I'll... If you see me in the street, yep. uh, you, you'll recognise me. You'll see me. Uh, the lone Collingwood fan in Sydney. Yes. Yes. You, you, you'll, see, you'll see me celebrating. If we lose, you won't hear from me. I'll be hiding. Mm. Um, and then Sunday, try and recover, uh, watching the NRL Grand Final. Yeah, it's a bit tricky on a Sunday night for those who have to work on the Monday morning as well to have a huge night. Yeah, I hate it. I'm just going to just be watching stone-faced. <laughs> yes, I'll uh, be looking forward to just a text before I let you go from the Kingswood Welder. Says, oh, I'm looking forward to this one. Oh, actually, no, he's very complimentary. Oh, actually, he, does, he? he doesn't have a go at you. Uh, he has to go at cricket instead. He says, good morning, uh, Dan and Charles. It's a great weekend ahead, but also very sad we have to put up with cricket for the following six months. Well, I'm looking forward to the cricket season. There's still be plenty of footy news around as well, which we'll That's cover. That's true. And Kings of the World, I'm a massive cricket nuffy, so I'm I plan on going to a couple of one-day domestic Marsh Cup games very you, shortly. You could try and get the Kingswood World into cricket. You you guys could go and hang out at a cricket match. Yeah, Kings of the World, hit me up, mate. We'll I'll I'll uh, we'll share a drink or two about watching the cricket. We'll sort it out. Thank you, Charlie. We'll be Thank here you. Monday morning uh, wrapping things up. I look forward to it. Yes, me too. Uh, 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. Grand final predictions, NRL, AFL. You can throw one, you can throw both. I want, though, in particular for the NRL, I want a scoreline and I want the Clive Churchill medalist. The, the one that gets closest will get a prize come Monday or Tuesday morning. 
0457 736 736. Your grand final predictions. Who's going to win? What's the scoreline? You can tell me why uh, the team that you're predicting is going to win as well. You can throw in the AFL as well. What have you got planned for grand final weekend? It is the biggest weekend in Australian sport. And as we touched on with Matty Cox uh, just the other day when we spoke to him in Melbourne, it's not always on the same weekend. Quite often uh, we get it on different weekends. It's only probably once every three, four years we get the NRL and the AFL grand final on the same weekend. So you've got AFL tomorrow afternoon kicking off, at, uh, tipping off, whatever you want to call it, at 2.30. Then you've got the NRL whole day. Uh, NRLW State Championship, NRL on Sunday not ending until about 9.30 on Sunday night, 8.30 Queensland time. So what have you got planned? Want to hear from you, especially uh, if you're living in Queensland and you're both a Lions and a Broncos fan. What have you got planned for tomorrow and Sunday? But anyone, let me know. Penrith fans, what have you got planned? Are you heading out to either of the games? 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. So what have you got planned for grand final weekend? Maybe you can give a tip someone um, what to do maybe if they're still undecided and also your grand final predictions NRL AFL scoreline and Clive Churchill medalist for the NRL it's part of our power play this morning thanks to Makita the Makita XGT the professional choice for cordless convenience unmatched performance innovation and power without limits we'll take a break on the other side of this we'll get to your text and some of the other news of the day away from the grand finals on the other side of this at 21 past five Friday morning tradies news in a nutshell 25 and a half past five don't forget Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game worth over seventy thousand uh, dollars just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12 and you're in with a chance T's and C's apply uh, 26 past five show all yours now for the last half now no John Gallo this morning we will still look at the EPL shortly he'll be back with me next week just uh, got a family commitment to deal with so he'll be back next week uh, which means Show all yours about anything in sport you want to talk about. one 1170 Give us a call. You jump on the open line. We'll get you straight on air. Or you can text 0457 736 736. And this morning we are asking you, you've heard mine, Charlie's predictions, but what are your predictions for the NRL? You can also throw the AFL grand final at us as well. But for the NRL scoreline and Clive Churchill medalist closest to the mark, we'll get a prize. What are your plans for grand final weekend? Are you heading to the game? Are you going out with mates? Want to know what you're doing this weekend for AFL and NRL grand final weekend? Probably the biggest weekend in Australian sport each and every year. Uh, let's get to some of the other news of the day. We'll get to your text shortly, but some of the other news of the day uh, that has happened away from the NRL Grand Final. And this story came sort of out of nowhere. And it's a bit of a weird one because if you go back two or three months to the end of the State of Origin series um, between New South Wales and Queensland, yes, New South Wales won the final game. But I remember after, particularly after game two here on this show, busiest it's ever been, I think, or one of the busiest mornings at least, uh, with the reaction to New South Wales has lost Queensland's win, uh, the future of Brad Fittler. And then, as things do, New South Wales win the third game and things went quiet. But the last week, um, in particular, things have uh, started happening. Uh, firstly, Brandy said he was stepping down on the breakfast show uh, from New South Wales about a week ago now. Um, and there was Brad Fittler was presenting to the New South Wales Rugby League board. And it seemed like, on that was last Friday, it seemed like, when that happened, that it was all still pretty much okay. There were suggestions of Ivan Cleary joining the coaching staff, Phil Gould as well. Uh, but then yesterday afternoon at about, 
what, 3 or 4 p.m. and came out that Brad Fittler has resigned as head coach of the New South Wales Blues. So he informed the New South Wales Rugby League Board and CEO David Trodden that he is a walking away just six days after pitching to continue in the role. Um, now, his uh, pitch uh, to, be, uh, to remain coach for the 2024 State of Origin Series included an overhaul of his coaching staff and the inclusion of Phil Gould to replace Brandy as his new senior advisor. Um, the New South Wales Rugby League Board were aiming to make a call on Fitler's future on Wednesday, but decided to press pause on the matter in order to set the incumbent coach's plan in more detail. Um, the board were content uh, to consider Fitler's plan. Um, however, the coach phoned Trodden on Thursday to declare he was standing down. It's understood that the New South Wales Rugby League Board offered Fitler the position for the 2024 series, but it was under revised conditions, which the Blues legend was unwilling to accept. Via a statement, the New South Wales Rugby League confirmed that the end of Fitler's tenure. Um, it said the board understands and respects his decision. New South Wales Rugby League chairman Paul Conlon said, Freddie was alleged as a player and returned to coach the team at a time when his state needed him. He enjoyed immediate, immediate success and his series win in 2021, which included record scorelines in Townsville and Brisbane, will go down in New South Wales Blues history. He also contributed through other programs, including his Hogs motorcycle rides in regional New South Wales, which played a big part in uniting the state. He holds a special place in New South Wales Rugby League history. Fittler uh, said, I love doing the job in New South Wales, and I will always love New South Wales. And now it's, uh, so that was Fittler saying that, and on also on the New South Wales Rugby League statement, it said, the New South Wales Rugby League board will now invite expressions of interest from coaches to be involved in the State of Origin program in 2024. Going to be interesting now. Firstly, your thoughts on Brad Fittler standing down. It did seem to come from nowhere, really. Um, but now New South Wales looking for a new coach on the same day that Billy Slater agreed to another three years to coach Queensland. So quite remarkable, the turn of events in the last 24 hours. So the list of coaches that, and I'll, I'll give you the list um, that are potentially contenders. No one has ruled themselves out as yet. And then you can give me who you think would be good to coach New South Wales. So Michael McGuire. Um, of course, we know he's won premierships both here and over in the UK, currently at the Canberra Raiders. Danny Bedera's been part of the New South Wales coaching staff in the past. Uh, Trent Barrett, uh, Andrew Johns, of course, he's been part of the coaching staff uh, at New South Wales recently. Matty Johns, another name that's been floated. Laurie Daly, uh, who it seemed uh, before this story about Brad Fittler, came out was it looked like he was going to be rejoining the New South Wales coaching staff and still remains on good terms. We know he was New South Wales coach prior to Brad Fittler. So Laurie Daly, is he another option? Now the others, Ricky Stewart. Now we know he's coached New South Wales before. Um, and there were some suggestions on social media yesterday that he might be the best choice to get a team up for just three games. Problem with that is he's still a club coach. And the next name I'm going to read, Craig Bellamy, is another one. Has, of course, coached New South Wales in the past, but still, at least for another year, head coach at a club team. Then you've got Jeff Toovey, Paul McGregor, and the wild card Phil Gould. Out of those, who would you like to see coach New South Wales? Or is there someone else I haven't mentioned on the list? And 
Is it a problem if New South Wales, Queensland obviously now have Billy Slater, is it a problem for the next three years? Is it a problem to pick a current head coach at a team to be coaching a state team? We've seen this happen in the past where coaches from different teams have gone in to coach New South Wales whilst they're still coaching in the NRL. And I think it can prove to be a bit of a distraction for the club coach and whatever team they're coaching. So, or, or do you not see it being an issue? In this day and age, there's plenty of good assistant coaches around. If they've got an assistant coach, they trust the setup. Does it really matter? What do you reckon? Who should be coaching New South Wales? Who would you like to see coaching? Who do you think it will be coaching New South Wales? There's a list of contenders there. All um, have their pros. But who would you like to see? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 And from a Queensland point of view, who would you least like to see coach New South Wales? Who would you be most afraid of if they stepped in and coach New South Wales? What do you reckon? Happy to hear from you this morning. Who do you think, if you're a New South Wales fan, who do you want to coach New South Wales? Queensland fans, who do you least want to see coach New South Wales? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. It's a really, really interesting one. And they'll, you'd think, would want to make a decision fairly quickly. Can it be a club coach? We'll find out. Uh, in the next little while. Uh, let's, before we get to some of the other news of the day, let's go to the open line. And Matt is on the line. Morning to you, Matt. Good day, mate. How you going, mate? How's your Friday? Looking forward to grand final weekend? Uh, sure, and as a Broncos fan, definitely. Uh, yes. Now, are you, you're based in Brisbane? Yes, I am, yo. So yep. what are your plans for grand final weekend? Are you a Lions fan as well or just strictly NRL? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a Lions fan too. Oh, all right. So what's planned for grand final weekend? Because it's a long weekend. It's tomorrow afternoon into Sunday night. What have you got planned? Um, first of all, I'm actually celebrating my my eighth wedding anniversary. Um, so that's <laughs> that, so, that, that throws another uh, spanner in the works. Yes. Yes, it does. So, um, no, it's, I, I actually missed out on the 2015 grand final because I was actually on my honeymoon. So, um, I actually don't really feel the pain that much. Um, but no, nah, just sort of um, hanging out with the wife over the weekend and hopefully a Broncos and Lions victory. That's, yeah. Uh, are you confident? Um, cautiously optimistic. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Panthers and the Panthers and I guess Collingwood as well are um, phenomenal teams. And um, especially the Panthers are you know, obviously the, the yardstick and... Mm. Yeah, um, but cautiously optimistic with the boys that we've got in our team. Yeah, Matt, I think, and I've said it a few times this week, I think we've got the, particularly in the NRL and the AFL too, but we've got the right grand final. And that's no disrespect to all the other teams that played in the finals who, of course, were always a chance. But these have been by far and away the best two teams. Luke Keery uh, said it on the breakfast show in Sydney yesterday with Vossi and Brandy that these two have been the best two teams all year. And look, I, I think if Brisbane play at their best, as I said, I've tipped Penrith, but I'm only tipping them by four. I think this has the, if both teams play at their best, it, it has the makings of an absolute brilliant grand final. Yeah. Should be good. I just said I'm, I was listening to SEN. I was listening to SEN yesterday, and someone was saying that um, was it the like Penrith at their best like is very consistent, but I think Brisbane have the highest ceiling in terms of I guess X factor, I guess, and 
if the, if the um, the Broncos are allowed to play at their like at, at the height of you know what they can do, then I think the Broncos can win. Mm. But if the Panthers are allowed to be as good as they are, then Broncos you know are in a bit of trouble. <laughs> I think so. Um, but again, I'm just a I'm I'm just a novice. So I don't really know too much. So yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Uh, there's a lot of X-Factor, definitely a lot of X-Factor in both teams, but a lot of X-Factor, especially look at someone like Reese Walsh in that Broncos lineup. Uh, could If Penrith can't shut them down and can't shut down the offloads and the unconventional attack, an unpredictable attack, then I think Brisbane are a huge chance. Mate, enjoy grand final weekend. I hope for your sake, the Lions and the Broncos both get up, but enjoy it either way. It's always fun when your team is in it. And you never know when they're going to be there next time. So have a good weekend, mate. Thanks, mate. You too. Bye. Thanks, mate. You can join Matt on the open line anytime, one 1170 And just a note for our Queensland listeners as well. Uh, I said this yesterday. Obviously, uh, we'll be here um, on Monday. We'll review it all 5 a.m. But for our Queensland listeners, because of the time change, uh, the show will be from 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. So if you're up nice and early, uh, remember to tune in from 4 a.m. from Monday morning. Uh, you can, of course, get the podcast if uh, you're not awake that early. But uh, if you are awake that early, uh, although I'll give you all a leave pass, uh, even those in Sydney, especially Panthers fans who may not be up at 5 a.m. Monday morning. But if you are, we will be here uh, reviewing a big weekend of sport. Myself and Charlie, good sir. Uh, to your text in just a second, just one other story before the break. Um there's always been a push uh, from a lot of people for an afternoon NRL grand final to return. Well, that seems to be dead. Uh, ARL Commission boss Peter Volandis has scuppered plans for a return to the traditional 3 p.m. time slot and says nighttime grand finals are here to stay ahead of the game on Sunday night. Um, it shows our viewership figures for the past three grand finals and this year's Telstra Premiership peaks at 7.30 p.m., the kickoff time for the 2023 grand final. Um, so Peter Volandis said it was asked if the 3 p.m. grand final will ever return, and he said no. Until the afternoon grand final attracts as many viewers as the evening slot, then no, we won't be going back. At this stage, we won't be making any changes. The argument keeps coming up about an afternoon grand final. There could be an argument for a twilight grand final, but why change something that is successful? The fans have overwhelmingly voted for a night grand final because more people watch it then. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? People say that more people watch it at night. And look, that's probably correct. Although I do wonder how much of that is the fact that the game kicks off at 7.30 or 6.30 in Queensland on a Sunday night. Now, um, clearly there are going to be more people at home. And I know it's a public holiday on Monday, so that you've got to take that into account of it as well. But there are clearly going to be more people at home at 7.30 on a Sunday night when there would still be a section of the community that will still have to work on Monday morning. Now, I'm at work Monday morning. Um, there'll be plenty of the uh, people listening to this show right now that will be at work on Monday morning. Just because it's a public holiday for a lot of people doesn't mean it's a public holiday for everyone. But the vast majority probably do have it off. But still, 7.30 on a Sunday night, you've got more people in front of their own TVs than, say, at 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon when you would have more people around at mate's house for barbecues at the pub. Now, of course, that's still going to happen. You're still going to get a lot of people at the pub on Sunday night. You're still going to get a lot of people around at mate's houses. But you will also get more people at home watching it than they probably would at 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Now, I've only, like, I remember afternoon grand finals. 
Um, but only the last few. I was at the final one in 1999, that Melbourne Storm Dragons uh, game and the amazing way it finished. Um, nighttime Grand Finals, Twilight Grand Finals have been in place now for 23. This is the 23rd year. It's not a new thing. Um, in fact, if I got Charlie Goodsir back in the studio, he would probably barely remember an afternoon grand final. So we're now in a situation where we're getting to a generation that only remembers nighttime grand finals. There are a lot of people that remember afternoon that remember afternoon grand finals, but the longer we keep the nighttime grand finals, the longer um, and the more used to it people get. What do you make of it? Do you do you have any issue with a nighttime grand final, especially with the public holiday the next day, or would you prefer to see a return to either afternoon or twilight? It's been a big debate in the AFL. They've kept afternoon for now. You still have to wonder how long that will be the case for. Would you still like to see the NRL return to an afternoon grand final, even though it seems unlikely that it's going to happen? Or do you have any issue with the nighttime grand final? That's just one of the things that we are asking you this morning on 0457 736 736. Also, who would you like to see as coach of New South Wales? If you're a New South Wales fan, from a Queensland point of view, who would you least like to see coach um, New South Wales? And also uh, this morning on the open line, want to know your predictions for the grand final. Who is going to win? What's going to be the scoreline? Clive Churchill medalist, and you can also give me your prediction for the AFL, the NRLW as well. We'll get to all your texts in just a second. It is 18 and a half to six. All right, let's get to all your text messages at 14 minutes to six o'clock. First one from Junior Smithy. He says, morning, Dan. My grand final prediction is Panthers 28, Brisbane 14, Liam Martin, the Clive Churchill medalist. Thank you, Junior Smithy. Uh, Razor says, uh, congrats on making it to your grand final show. It's been a pleasure listening all season. Thanks, mate. We're still here. We'll be continuing on uh, having a couple of weeks off in November. But other than that, continuing right on throughout the summer into next uh, season. Uh, Charlie Cameron to win Norm Smith. Cleary, uh, the Churchill Titans uh, will win at the NRLW. Uh, this text uh, says, Matty Johnson said he won't do the origin coaching job. He's got too much on. And you didn't mention Madge is also the current Kiwi coach. Yes, correct. He is and doing a fine job with New Zealand as well. So who knows if he'd want to leave uh, that gig. Uh, this one from Andy B. As a viewing experience, the nighttime grand final is better. As a social experience, a barbecue and afternoon grand final was so much better. Yeah, good points. That from Andy B. And this one from Sam from Marrickville. I'd love to see Ryan Girdler coach every time he talks origin. It makes sense. Uh, every time he talks origin, it makes sense. I think he'd pick the best side and get the best out of them. Sam from Marrickville. Left field for just suggestion of Ryan Girdler. Uh, let's quickly go to the open line. A bit short on time, so you have to be quick. But Chris from Rose Bay. Good morning, man. Good morning. Um, yeah, look, just on the uh, the ratings thing for the uh, evening grand final with Peter Valandis. Mm. I mean, mm. we know in Sydney the Melbourne Cup rates very poorly on TV, which doesn't mean nobody's watching it. Correct. It's just that Correct. they're all watching it at venues, right? I'm yeah. sure if Peter wants to, he could put the Melbourne Cup on at 8 o'clock at yeah. night too, and that would rate pretty well wow. on TV. I mean, it's a nonsense argument because... Um, a lot of people, obviously, they're not glued to the one TV at home, but they're still watching the game. I just think what he's saying is, you know, a bit over the top. And on that State of Origin, Coach, mm. if you look at it, it's really Channel 9's domain now. So, I mean, the Queensland coaching setup is all like, uh, you know, Billy and Cam, John, Johnny, Jonathan. Uh, we've lost Brad, who was on Channel 9. So I think that uh, Paul Gallon 
mm. maybe the next coach because right. Channel Nine seems to say the main. <laughs> they own it. All right, um, and maybe. And maybe Scotty Cam is the assistant. You know, um. <laughs> that would be very interesting. That that now that that would uh, change the game up. Look, Chris, I've got to run. You make a very good point, though. Read the Melbourne Cup. The past few years, I've been out in Sydney watching it uh, in a, a venue, and it's packed, as is every venue in Sydney, um, and right across Australia. So you are right. It, just because people aren't in front of their TVs, their own TVs at home doesn't mean that they're not watching it. Thank you, Chris. Call again. Have a good weekend, uh, mate. Enjoy the footy. Uh, back to some of your texts. A big G says, morning, Dan. I don't blame Fittler. To me, it seems the New South Wales Rugby League just didn't want him. Fittler was the only man to put his name forward. Cheers, the big G. Uh, Kingswood Welder has been back in touch. Dan, my bias tip for the grand final. Uh, Panthers 28-16. He also says Liam Martin to get the Clive Churchill medal. And Adam uh, G to have a howler free game. Go the Panthers. Yes, let's hope that the grand final, whoever wins, is not decided uh, by a bad refereeing call. Uh, Lee says uh, you could sign someone from the movie. New South Wales could sign anyone from any movie, including Greece. Doesn't matter. Queensland will win again. Thank you. Uh, Rob from Blacktown says, Dan, what about Nathan Brown to coach the Blues? I haven't heard his name mentioned. No, I haven't either. Uh, yep, uh, I'm sure uh, if he was interested, uh, they would definitely consider him. Um, so, yeah, good suggestion. He's not uh, name not mentioned. Uh, and this one, what about Michael Checker, coach of New South Wales? A fresh face and a fresh voice for the players. Well, we know he has some experience coaching rugby league, both an assistant coaching role and coached uh, Lebanon at last year's Rugby League World Cup. So, yeah, not a bad suggestion. We'll get through more of your texts on the other side of this. Talk about the EPL as well, coming up to 10 to 6. All right, for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits, let's have a look at the weekend of EPL. John Gallo back with me next week. Starts tomorrow night at 9.30pm, Aston Villa play Brighton. Then a host of games at midnight tomorrow night. Man United, Crystal Palace, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Man City. Bournemouth will host Arsenal. West Ham play Sheffield United. Everton on the back of that win last week. Play Luton Town. That'll be interesting. What about this one? Sunday morning, 3.30am Sydney time, 2.30 Queensland time. Tottenham play Liverpool. Can Tottenham keep on going uh, against a very informed Liverpool side? Then Monday morning, Nottingham Forest, Brentford, and Tuesday morning, Fulham and Chelsea. A couple of takes to finish things off on this Friday uh, morning. What about Eddie Jones to coach the Blues? He's going to need a new job soon. Uh, thank you. Uh, well, he might. Wallabies in action on Monday against Portugal and still in the news. Peach says, morning, Dan. Tooves is the best option, not bound by being a club coach. Regards, Peach. And this one from Brad says, Penrith's defence is elite and completion rate is crazy. Can the Broncos win? 100%. But with all the things even, I can't see Penrith losing. They have the experience there in Sydney. If the game was at Suncorp, it would be a legit 50-50 uh, but he thinks the Panthers will win. We'll wait and see what happens on Sunday night. AFL, of course, tomorrow afternoon. We'll be back on Monday morning to review it all. Looking forward to that. Enjoy the weekend. Patton Hills coming up for breakfast in Queensland. Vossie and Brandy in Sydney. Enjoy your grand final weekend. I'll see you Monday morning to review it all.